friends, and welcome here into episode three of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. It is so, so wonderful to have you here. I want to start off today by just thanking all of you who have reached out over the last couple of weeks since we put this podcast out into the world. To each of you who have taken the time to listen, who have shared your thoughts with me and shown your support, I am I am so, so, so grateful and just honored to, to be along for this journey together because that's what it is. We're building a, a really, really beautiful community here and excited to to dive into this episode with you today. And you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I I put something out last week and and mentioned something that I want to do at the top of every podcast episode that we put out. And that is to briefly share a little note, a little story little feedback from from all of you, those of you who are listening to this podcast. And so um, I had a number of you reach out and kind of give me a little insight into whatever it is that's going on in your life. And I think how I'm going to do this is just at the beginning of every podcast, I'm, I'm going to read uh, what I've heard from one of you. And this is really with the intention of sharing people's stories, because that's really what is at the foundation of this podcast, sharing with the intention of helping the rest of us feel a little bit less alone. And so I, I heard from a guy named Jason on Instagram, and, and Jason said this. He says, I shared some of my story with one of my industry colleagues the other night. We work in an industry that opening up about mental health is taboo and possibly can take you out of it. I shared with him about a trauma, the associated PTSD, putting in the work and exploring what the next steps are. The conversation was freeing, healing, and inspiring to start taking those next steps. And I like to share my experiences and break down the mental health stigma. And so I want to just give a big thank you to Jason for sharing that. And yes, 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 yes. I I, I always say that when we share our stories, I really do think that we all grow stronger. And that's exactly what you're doing out there, my friend. So thank you for that share. And if you have anything that you want to share with me to include here in the podcast, something that you're going through, something that feels really, really tough right now, Maybe it's something that you're kind of celebrating when it comes to your mental health, something that you've been able to maneuver. Reach out on Instagram, on Facebook. I will uh, try to link both of those things in the show notes of this podcast for you to reach out. We would just love to hear from you. So for this episode today, we are going to dive into the topic of self-compassion. And that can be a really, really big topic to, to take on. We're not going to solve self-compassion over the next 
20 minutes or so. But I, it, it's such an important piece in the journey and in the work of being human and, and especially when it comes to our mental health. I think the way that we meet ourselves every day is so, so important. Meeting ourselves with a sense of, of gentleness and softness and, and compassion, no matter what it is that we're going through, I've found can be a, a really, really, really powerful thing. And so to, to kind of dive into this conversation, I invited one of my oldest friends onto the podcast. Uh, his name is Matt Lenyo. And I have known Matt since I was in elementary school. So I mentioned on the first episode of this podcast that I was born in Denver, Colorado, and I moved to Fargo, North Dakota when I was in middle school. And, and when I made that move, I kind of lost touch with a lot of my friends that I grew up with, you know, that I, that I have known and knew since, you know, those, those preschool, kindergarten, elementary school days. But a friendship that I have, have kind of recently reconnected with and somebody that I've been able to stay in touch with is, is Matt. And what a beautiful thing that is. And, and to go a little bit further with this, as I, as I started to make this podcast and started to talk about doing it, it it's actually reconnected Matt and I in a, in a really neat way. Matt reached out, said, you know, if there's anything that I can do to, to help you in this, let me know. And he's been a beautiful source of support as I've kind of dived, uh, dove into this new, this new adventure, this new project. And Matt's going through some stuff in his life right now where he's really had to work on self-compassion, just like I'm sure so many of you are out there. And so I thought I'd have him on, hear a little bit more about his story, where, where he's at, talk about what self-compassion means to him and, and some of the ways that he's cultivating it in his life. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. I'm so, so grateful that he, he took the time to connect. And so without further ado, here we go, my, my conversation with Matt. Thank you for for joining the podcast, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. What's going on in your life over there where you feel like self-compassion is something that um, you're having to work on? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's interesting. About, about a year ago, I um, kind of went through the dissolution of a 13-year relationship. And, you know, I think that was... It was an interesting because I was very impactful in a lot of reasons, right? 13 years with somebody is a significant amount of time. Um, I think one of the bigger things is we had been together since college. So I think the entire the entirety of my adult experience being out in the world was with this person. And I think it really was quite a big change for me. Um, and it's kind of where my self-compassion journey really began is kind of working through some of the 
some of the ups and downs of that, trying to figure out navigating who I am kind of on my own in life. Um, I think the interesting part was seeing how much self-compassion really related to other parts of my life that I never really recognized until until this relationship. So relationships with friends, families, coworkers, um, with myself, you know, how I view myself in terms of um, behavior, body image, all of that. So it's been interesting to see yeah. how that's unlocked kind of this this world of where self-compassion is really a big part of of what I need to discover and work on. Yeah. So going through a breakup right now, like that's been, that's been something that's been really intense for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is um, something you can't, I mean, so many people go through it, right? But um, I think until you're yeah. in it, it's, it's kind of hard to describe and understand what it's like. So self-compassion, when you hear that word, what is it, what does it mean to you? You know, it's interesting I think it was something I didn't fully understand at first. I think a lot of my focus was self-esteem, feeling like I had self-esteem issues and confidence issues. And, you know, I think really starting to dig deeper into self-compassion, getting, it gave me a better idea of, of, of how important that is. And kind of, you know, self-esteem, I think a lot of times is really, really based in comparison to others and being this best version of ourselves. Whereas self-compassion was really about embracing all parts of us. Um, so I think, you know, for me a couple of years ago, I did this exercise where I went through and really identified what are my core values for me as a person, you know, not just at work, not just at home, kind of as a person experiencing life in every facet, what are those values? And the two that resonated most with me were authenticity and kindness. And I think that's really at the core for me of what self-compassion is. It's, um, being able to be comfortable with where I'm at, um, understanding that everyone mm-hmm. goes through tough times. Everyone has things about themselves that maybe they don't love at first glance or that maybe make them uncomfortable or that maybe they aren't super proud of, but I think it's embracing those and learning to be present and okay with that. And at the same time, having this, this compassion to keep working and keep growing and keep finding your better self. Mm. And what does that look like for you day to day? Are are there certain kind of daily practices that you're finding helpful to really cultivate that, that sense of compassion for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's um, like, if I had to put it into a bigger perspective or like, you know, when I look at the approaches of how I, how I deal with self-compassion, I think there's two, I think one is building new ways of thinking and kind of relating to myself. And that's some of that daily practice the other part is letting go of like the old habits and um, mm. kind of the pathways that I that I've had in the past. So, you know, yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of really easy but simple things that have helped to do that. I think a couple things are just setting those easy reminders. So I had uh, going through obviously through a breakup, I had you know a lot of support from some really great friends who um, would send one of my friends sent me sent me a little bracelet and says you will get through this and just stuff like that that I look at every day. It's like oh that reminder that that's there. Um, you know I I think that another thing that's been really helpful is kind of working on this 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 idea of the pause of like pausing before I react to anything and trying to remember that in my everyday life of giving myself that moment to pause, reflect and choose how I want to react to that. I think I got stuck a lot on 
when I would have an initial reaction that I wasn't growing and I wasn't changing. And it was less about having that reaction, but deciding what to do with it. So I think mm. building time into my, into my life where I can pause before reacting to things has been another piece of that daily practice with it. Um, accountability partners. I don't know for you, but some of the most valuable tools for me are finding people who I can talk to about these things, who I can bounce ideas off of, who I can say, Hey, I did this. And that's not what I really wanted to do. Um, can we talk through like, how do we, how do I do it better? How do I show up for myself and yet still giving myself the compassion to say, this is hard work and I'm not going to do it perfectly. And, and having a mess up, having, taking a back step doesn't put me back at zero, right? It, um, mm. It's just a part of the journey. So, um, and I think the last thing I've been doing, which I hate, I will tell you that. <laughs> so I, so for those of you who are out there who hate it as well, like, doing a gratitude journal, just journaling, trying to get my thoughts out. I, I don't enjoy journaling, but I have found that it has been helpful for me. Um, doing that gratitude journal of what what I'm thankful for each day has been a big part of that self-compassion. And not only what am I thankful for, but why? Why am I thankful for it? I used to just say like, oh, I'm so happy I have this. I'm thankful for this. And pushing myself to say, I'm thankful for this because this is what it does for me in my life or what it leads me to. Yeah. What are you, what are you most grateful for today? Honestly, I think just having the opportunity to share and talk about this stuff. I think you mm -hmm. know, throughout my life, my experience has been that a lot of times mental health is just something you don't talk about. You know, it's something that's, I don't know if taboo is the right word, but it, it a lot of times is equated with weakness. And so I think I'm just super grateful to have that opportunity to, to talk and share about the experiences I've had with it and how important it has been for me and hoping that that, that connects with other people. It's maybe the biggest thing that you're learning about yourself through um, going through this, this breakup. You know, I think it's interesting because I think the two things that I have been learning is, you know, that I, I do believe that I, I'm learning that I'm very motivated to learn and grow. Like, I think that's something I've always known, but I think really seeing going through this process has just been like, wow, this, this is something growth, um, mental health, kind of challenging myself to live a more authentic, happier life are things that I'm super committed to. And I don't think I realized fully how important that was to me. You know, the other piece that it sounds silly to say, um, and I don't think I would have said this a year ago, but it's, I'm learning that I like myself a lot more than <laughs> I thought I did, you know, really being like, oh yeah, that like those things about me, those things that I really value and the way I show up in the world and treat the people, treat the way, the way I treat people that are important to me, I think are, are things that I'm really proud of and really happy about. Hmm. Love that so much. Love that so much. Yeah. And, and when you find yourself in those really tough places, how do you usually, um, how do you maneuver that? How do you talk to yourself in those moments? Yeah, I think in that moment, I think for self-compassion, I think a lot of it, um, a lot of the work and research around self-compassion kind of breaks it into three areas. And one of them is self-kindness, just being able to, yeah. to be compassionate with yourself, to, to accept that it's a really tough time. So I think a lot of times it's just kind of developing these mantras of like, Hey, I, I, I it's silly, but I, I like to refer to myself as buddy. <laughs> so I'll say, Hey buddy, like, 
it's okay. This is a, this is a hard time right now. And, and, and that's okay. Like, that's okay to be struggling right now. Like, of course you're struggling right now. Like this is a really tough thing to work through. Um, I think the other piece is this, this idea that everyone goes through it, you know, we're all humans. And I think we, a lot of times there's this image of people, you know, that's constructed through social media or from the little bits of evidence that we have that everyone seems to have this amazing life. And I think recognizing that that that's not true, um, that everyone has these struggles is I think is another piece that kind of helps me work through it. And that last piece is really just this idea of being very present in the moment, remembering, feeling that emotion and remembering, this is what I feel right now. And that's, and this will change. This will, this will end at some point. And instead of fighting it so much, just experiencing that, that emotion, which that is probably one of the most difficult things for me is figuring out how to experience something, experience emotion and emotion that I don't like. And instead of pushing it, pushing it away, basically. And I love that you brought up the whole, like, you call yourself buddy. I think that's real. I think I love that actually, because it, 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 I don't think I've ever really talked about this. Like I, I find myself throughout the day and this is going to sound really cheesy and ridiculous, but I, I say to myself out loud often, I love you, Brian Pyatt. Like, yeah. I love, like I, I will, I mean, it sounds, it, it literally sounds silly to say that right now mm-hmm. on a podcast, but it, I, but I, I do it. I, I do find myself doing that a lot throughout yeah. the day. Like literally just like when, when things get really hard, like we kind of have to become our own um, little advocates. And, yeah. and, you know, I think there's a lot of really beautiful work around um, even just kind of like inner child work and like honoring those younger versions of ourselves that are still very much alive within us. And, and I think that's how we have to talk to ourselves sometime. Yeah. You know, I think that is really a beautiful piece of the, the self-compassion work. Absolutely. Like I said, I mean, I think some of the talk that I did to myself was so critical, so harsh, you know, and, I think that's where, yeah, being able to find this way to, to relate to myself in a loving, caring way, I think was, again, it was just one that when I realized how I was doing it differently and kind of the opposite of that was kind of this like really eye opening thing of like, wow, how can, how could I do that? You know, I think we, we have one life, right? As far as I know, as far, you know, I haven't been let in on any other secrets yet, but like, as far as I know, we have one life and that life for me is with with myself, with the person that I, that I get to be every day. And I think trying to, trying to enjoy that ride, I guess a little bit, you know, I think it's been very, I don't know if you've ever looked into like essays or articles that um, people who are in hospice care or who are, you know, kind of at the end of their lives have sometimes written about their reflections on life and the things that they regret. And I think it's very interesting and the type of compassion that they have towards themselves to their body, their mind at the end is very kind of inspiring to be like, wow, they, they recognize how, how, how much of a gift it was to experience life in the way that they did to get to be there, to have their legs carry them through life or to have their, the way that they looked at things be, be them. And I think that, that appreciation of self at that moment when you're, you're nearing the end. And I think it's important to try and to find that and embrace it, um, sooner or just as part of the whole journey of life, I guess. As we kind of wrap this up, if you could say one thing to someone out there who's in um, maybe going through the loss of a relationship or kind of in some of those dark places that you talked about, um, is there anything that you would want to say to that person? Yeah, that's tough. I have like a million things going through my mind. You know, I think just, just that you are worthy 
you are worthy of of love and happiness, um, regardless of what someone else tells you, regardless of what you tell yourself. Um, you are worthy of that, and and you will find it if you keep holding on and you keep fighting and pushing um, pushing forward. Beautiful, my friend. Um, thank you so so much for the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for thank you for having me. I want to once again thank Matt for joining me for that conversation and and sharing all of that with us. I think one of the things that I'm taking away from from that conversation and what what really resonated for me was when when Matt talked about how maybe part of the the self-compassion conversation is is giving us permission to to kind of just feel the emotions that are there and whatever is arising for us. That can be a really, really hard thing and, and takes a lot of practice. And, and I know that I'm working on that every single day, trying to, to lean in this direction of feeling emotions, feeling sensations in my body that are arising being with thoughts as they come up in my mind and just kind of allowing them to do their thing. Talked about this a little bit in episode two. I find that when I fight those things or resist those things, they tend to just get stronger and kind of take control of my life more and more. And so I know part of being compassionate with myself is how can I feel that emotion and just feel whatever is, is present for me um, and noticing when I'm attaching a story to that and telling myself a lot of scary things about that experience. So grateful that each and every one of you tuned into this episode um, if you ever have any questions, comments, feedback, I'm always here. Uh, you can reach me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just at Brian Pyatt, Brian with a Y on Instagram. And it would mean a lot if you're enjoying the podcast to, to have you subscribe, leave a review, um, I've always heard people say that when I've listened to podcasts and I'm like, oh gosh, here they go again saying that. Uh, but here I am, here I am saying the same thing. Uh, it would mean a lot for you to, to just let us know what you think of it. And the most important thing is to take what serves you from this episode and, and leave the rest. And so until next time, be gentle with yourselves out there, my friends, and we'll talk to you soon.